Howdy, everyone. It's already August. I'm Carter. You're watching Kofefi Break on Unsafe Space, along with Carrie Smith. Hey, Carrie. Hello, Carter. Uh, Kofefi Break is a show we do every Monday and Friday uh, at 11 a.m. Pacific time. It's live. We talk about random stuff and random, random, random stuff. I don't know. Uh, let's see. If you want to like, if you want to support the show, please like, subscribe. Make sure you're subscribed. Susan hates it when you're subscribed, so go piss her off. Um, you can go to unsafespace.com to donate and support the show through buying merchandise and that kind of stuff. We also have a retreat coming up in August. In oh, it is August, I guess. It so is a couple weeks away. <laughs> um, and uh, there might be there's like one or two. There might be some rooms left. I'm not sure, but there's definitely day passes left. So check that out if you want to come. It is in Texas. And we have a book club coming up on August 15th, which is the Anarchist Handbook by compiled by Michael Malice. What am I forgetting, Terry? Am I forgetting anything? I would like to apologize for everyone who showed up yesterday for film our first ever problematic film club. We have to reschedule it. Was it. Problematic. it was problematic. <laughs> uh, we had we had troubles with it was not a censorship problem this time. It, we had troubles with tech and miscommunication on our end and could not go live. And I especially would like to apologize to our guests. We had, um, I hope we can get them all back. We had a uh, comedian, Chrissy Mayer was going to be on it with us. My friend, uh, Jared Bauer from Wisecrack and uh, Cameron Pasha, the screenwriter and Christian Toto, who's an entertainment writer who writes a lot of stuff for uh, Daily Wire. Sounds like it was a great crew. It was a great crew. And I was excited because I already knew we were going to be discussing. And we're still going to do this. We just have to pick a new date. And I'm going to try to get everyone, which is going to be hard, but we'll see. Um, we're going to discuss okay. the party with Peter Sellers. And I knew there was mixed opinion on the film within this group. So it was going to be fun. Oh, it's still going to be I'm fun. We're still going to do it. Right, but right. now, if you haven't watched the party by Peter Sellers and you want to join us and, and for the conversation, you still have time. Um, but okay. we'll let you know the new date. And if we have a, a growing list of problematic film suggestions, in including Three Amigos. <laughs> I, you know battles. what? I watched Three Amigos on Saturday night with my daughter because of the three that we talked about, Tropic Thunder and Galaxy Quest. Tropic Thunder is not appropriate for her, but she saw Galaxy Quest and I had never seen Three Amigos. And you guys were all saying they're the same. They're similar. So we watched Three Amigos. It was pretty funny. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah, look up here. Yeah. Look up here. Look she here, loves Steve Martin. She thinks he's the best. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I love, you know, I just heard of him. We were talking about the same movie, Three Amigos, um, this weekend, some friends and I, and th they were talking about a millennial, so, like some millennials don't know who Steve Martin is. I'm glad your daughter does. Oh, she loves him. She, yeah. she loves him. And she was, he was in, actually, what she really fell in love with Steve Martin in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yes. Because... <laughs> she just lo loved his character. Um, but then, then she liked the oh, Pink Panther he was in. And what else was he in that she really liked? Roxanne, like a bunch of the... The Jerk. Has she seen The Jerk? She hasn't seen The Jerk yet, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to um, be somebody. The new phone books are in. <laughs> and his name's in the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, and the whole, that line that someone, I forget who mentioned it on Friday, but like... Everyone has their own El Guapo. We have the real El Guapo. Me. Our El Guapo is the real El Guapo. <laughs> you said, at the time you said, I bet it's it's probably funnier in context. Yeah. But well, it was. wasn't it funny? He's like, he's like yeah, we all have our own personal El Guapo to fight. For some people, it's shyness. For some yes. people, it's this, it's that. Then he's like, our El Guapo happens to be the real El Guapo. <laughs> <laughs> 
good. <laughs> yeah, so that was a success. Thank you for that recommendation. I don't even remember who said it on who even recommended it on Friday. I don't remember who it was. I think I think I brought it up and then okay, guys well, uh, uh and then uh someone made a very good observation in chat maybe that it was that it was the similar that that, that there are lots of this sort of trope of the actors who are acting a part but get pulled into something real like in three amigos oh, okay maybe mr and, chris said it i don't remember yeah yeah anyway anyway whoever yeah um <laughs> carrie yeah <laughs> i did not pay too much attention to what was going on this weekend because i was mostly like at the barn and doing stuff around outside i was like blissfully not connected to the internet most of the weekend and um, I came, <laughs> I I came back online basically this morning, and J I said to Jason, sometimes I do this. Jason's our or one of the behind the scenes guys. He's uh, Q R I I S T in chat. I was like, hey, what I you know, is there anything big that I missed? Mm -hmm. I I learned about this disturbing Chris Chan thing. Did you learn about this disturbing Chris Chan thing? I don't think so. What is it? Who's Chris Chan? Or, AKA Mrs. Christine W. Chandler Sonichu. <laughs> so, do you hear about this? Well, we're going to, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. <laughs> okay. We are going to find out the gender trans stuff is going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, I think eventually. This dude, um, I guess he got famous for writing some Sonic the Hedgehog fan fiction. Oh, I, I did see this. Case. Okay, yeah. yes. Um, and his mom is like 80 and has dementia. She's like addled. And I guess he's had her on like videos or something else. I don't know before he's like she, people, his fans know that his mom exists and is, is addled. Um, now apparently he is now trans. So he said his name is Christine. Okay. Um, and then I guess some audio and text leaked of him claiming I want to use the word alleged, but I think he claimed this himself, that he raped his mom. Wow. So he's in jail, but he's in jail as a female because, or as a woman, because he's trans. And the big question is the Virginia incest statute does not cover mother daughter incest. So, wow. um, the question is like, I, he's he's in the in the woman's prison so i assume his lawyers are going to say this isn't a crime in virginia i don't know how it's not a crime in virginia but it's not a crime in virginia because he's a she that's what they'll argue i'm sure and i imagine it will get to but someone's going to have to decide i mean rape is a crime whether it's incest or not i don't i would have thought right i like i don't i don't know but like if the statutes are written in a gendered way where they don't anticipate, like if rape is defined as when a man does X and a blah, 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 like to a woman, if they, if, if he's claiming that he's female or a woman or whatever, it seems like there's some kind of weird out that his lawyers are going to try and argue. Um, I, I, it makes me wonder why we're trying to save Western civilization. Moments like this <laughs> make me just wonder what the hell we're doing trying to save Western civilization. I just sent you a picture of this person. I hope we can put it up. It's a tweet. This is actually, uh, 
So we're are we talking about the same person? Is this no? Rowell? That's a different oh, person. Wow. Okay. That's the Fortnite person. Okay, I read. I about saw the, that person. So there's a Fortnite streamer named Raul Zito who's arrested. Well, don't put over, that person up because that's well, let's different. Let's put it up. Let's put oh, that sure, up but, and then let's go to Chris. But this tell is, people that we're talking about someone else. Yeah, this is a I different am. one. Yeah, there yeah, is okay. a Fortnite streamer named Raul Zito <laughs> who has been arrested for allegations that he's raped two children ages 10 to 14. And if you scroll up to the tweet I sent you, you can see a, another picture of him. And Ian Miles Chong tweeted this and said, in case anyone's wondering, yes, <laughs> he's a woke male feminist trans ally person. And if you're just listening at home, this guy has uh, dyed his hair bright blue. He has a man bun that he's dyed bright blue. He's dyed his beard a bright fuchsia, bright pink. And he's wearing a shirt that says, love has no gender, religion, sexuality, body, or color. And if you go to his Instagram page, which we're not going to do, there's people pointed Apparently out. Apparently it doesn't his, have an age for him either. but Right, or an age. His Instagram page is full of pictures of him with kids. Um, but you're talking about a different person. Like, can we find an article about the other person? Because Yeah, I've, I've got one on the other person. Okay. I, I can pull it why up. Don't I, I'll, send a, um, I'll send Beverly a link to that one. Hold on for a second. Let's see. There's so many. I know. I can't believe that there's more than one. Yeah. It's crazy because when you gave me the synopsis of what this person had done, I was thinking, oh, there's more info that's come out about the Fortnite guy. No. So here's here. I just sent Beverly an image. That's not a very good image of the person, but that's the, their arrest record thing. Um, I can so find an both actual article sort of about them. Internet personality is what they're calling Chris Chan. Internet personality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I mean I don't I know that there's always evil people in the world doing evil things um and I'm not trying to say like I I don't want I'm not trying to be naive and say oh it's only the woke left doing the evil things like obviously that's not true there's there's people of every political ideology doing evil things but um right. I I feel like the left is helping us to ignore the obvious evil in like Yeah. They're telling us to not look at it when it's when the, all the red flags are there. We're supposed to pretend like the red flags are something that we're not supposed to notice. Yes, look, click to the article, Beverly, because you can see his face better. So that's Christine, whatever, Chris Christine. So this is a man who yes. uh, is now identifying as a woman who allegedly in leaked audio has claimed that he raped his mother. Okay. Right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Which I'm actually hoping goes to like I the court needs to decide hopefully. I mean, I I think what we could do is start referring to sex instead of gender and it would clear up a lot of stuff. So maybe this is an opportunity to do that. Maybe it's an opportunity for the court to be like, "Okay, whenever, you know, whenever anything in the past was written man woman, we meant male female. This is a sex question and like that that holds true for sports right instead of women's sports they're female sports okay well if you're not a female genetically you can't you can't play um but anyway yeah i mean i don't I, we don't need to read a whole bunch i don't want to give this dude a bunch of publicity i just 
I don't know. It's Chan- depressing. I'm sorry for being depressed. No, I'm it's depressing. depressing. No, I'm just reading more. Look, Chandler has been known in niche online spaces for decades as the creator of Sonichu, an animated character cross between Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog. So even as a creator, this person is lacking imagination and has to steal two existing characters and blend them together. Oh, I've created a new character. It's called Sonichu. It's like Pikachu mixed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, thief. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm, that's not sorry, derivative at all. I, yeah, I, 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 I look. I like I like some uh, reimaginings of classics. I do. I'm not. I'm not. A, a you can reimagine classics. Way. Sure, yeah, that could be a thing. But it just it just stands out. That sounds like a bad one, though. Hmm. Not being a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog or Pikachu, <laughs> it's hard for me to judge. But it sounds pretty horrible. Uh, <laughs> it would be like if someone was like, "I got an idea. It's Spider Bat." It's like, "All right, that's, that's good." Like, super, super can you just come up with a new superheroes, dude? Like, <laughs> Beverly says, how are you not a fan of Pikachu? Because I'm not four, Beverly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um, well, here's my thoughts about this. Since you brought it up, and since there's two of these freaks in the news recently. No, clearly this is not... Uh, contained to woke leftists. No way. There's evil. I, I absolutely agree with um, you know, what Jordan Peterson talks about um, when he references Alexander Solzhenitsyn about the line dividing good and evil runs down the heart of every man. Mm-hmm. But I've been I've been thinking more about evil and, and good and, and I've been thinking more about people who choose to live in one or the other and, and try and pursue one or the other and people that pursue evil and and, you know, I've talked a lot with jo- our friend Josh Slocum, who does the Disaffected podcast, and and he's right on the money that a lot of this stuff is, is indicative of personality disorders, of character disorders, what we used to call character disorders, and that our society, I think what's happened is that... Moral failures, our, maybe, would be... Enough. Moral failures, yes. And and what's happened is that our society used to maybe help people correct these character failings. In it, 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 Society was better at doing that anyway. And society has changed... It held you to degree. standards, at least. I don't know if it was good right. at correcting, but at least you were held to standards. You were held, held to standards. Cultures yeah. changed to such a degree that there's no longer the same stigma or shame or... Um, Fences, like what is that? Chesterton's fence is that that what that's called? Oh where... yes, yes, yes. I where, where the if you see a fence in the road, you can't take it down unless you can explain why it was put up in the first place. That that would right, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those fences have been removed, and so people right. there's not the same societal sort of check on behavior, and in fact, quite the opposite online. A lot of these disordered behaviors, these these moral failings, are encouraged. And they're excused and they're papered over and they're, they're, they're disguised as something else. And they're in some cases rewarded. Narcissism is rewarded. You know, um, histrionic behavior is rewarded. And a lot of this, what, what Josh calls uh, borderline behavior, he calls a lot of transgender is important, just borderline behavior. Um, And I would agree, especially with the transgender. I'm talking about the transgenders, but um it's just excused. It's like mm. this person is presented as like this Chris Chan figure you're talking about it is presented as a victim, 
you know, I'm a victim of a trans misogynistic culture. And yeah. what, what's it like growing up as me as this victim? It's like, no, you're, you're a pervert. You have moral failings. You raped your own mom. Um, you're hiding, you're cloaking yourself in transgenderism. That's the way I view it. You're taking something that, uh, yeah, that we're now saying in society needs to be held up as an, like, this is somehow empowering and makes you strong and makes you uh, like, Oh, it's so strong and brave and makes you, you know, you're, you're claiming all this cheap virtue by cloaking yourself in transgenderism. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, I let's, let's, I think of it this way, aside from, let's put aside for the a second, the fact that we're encouraging dysfunction, which is true. So maybe we have more than normal, but even if you normally had like some level of dysfunction in society, you had, creeps and and evil people and and whatever you're going to have some level of dysfunction in a population well if they have any sense of self-preservation which all beings do they're going to hide where they can hide and where can you hide in modern society where are where are the areas you can hide where criticism is not allowed where red flags are overlooked where, like you couldn't hide if you wanted to be like this. You couldn't hide, for example, right now in uh, on the right very easily, right? Because you're allowed to criticize everything on the right all the time, right? Yeah. But you could hide in radical left transgenderism, especially if you throw in some mental disorders, because yeah. then um, you know no one no one's allowed to criticize you anymore, and so. When you look, when you have a when you have a culture, and there are segments of the culture where in which uh, you're not allowed to actually hold people to standards, and they're not allowed to criticize their behavior, that's where that's where the wolves will go in the sheep. They'll go to the spots yes. where we're not looking. Of course, we're not allowed to look there. So that's where they're going to go. If we weren't allowed to look in, like if if it happened to be the reverse, and for some reason there was like sections of the radical right where you weren't allowed to criticize culturally, they would be there. Yeah. But that's not true culturally. So they're all on the. I mean, they're mostly on the left because that's where they can hide. Do you think it's people have gotten? Uh, we've talked about this before, but common sense has become less common, and and it seems to me it's common sense that wolves that predators will take advantage of any system or anything that becomes a cultural norm and hide where they're less likely to be found like isn't that that's just common sense when we talk about people taking advantage of for example um this is timely and topical with the olympics and and this guy uh who's who now identifies as a woman as laurel hubbard in the weightlifting competition in the Olympics. Okay. So as we pointed out, there are going to be men who take advantage of this and compete against women. Obviously the same thing with bathrooms. If, if we normalize anyone who looks any way at all using any bathroom, there are going to be predators who go into women's bathrooms looking for a little girl. That's just going to happen because they'll take advantage of any system. And anything right. that we normalize where we kind of are, and especially when we put on blinders and say, we shouldn't talk about any of the risks with this that might happen. And and that's just common sense. Of course, people will game, predators will game a system. They're going to hide 
where by by virtue of the fact that they're predators, like that's of course, yes, yes. <laughs> like that's what they would do. Yes, that's what predators do. Um, but they're sort yeah, of yeah. I'm not sort, convinced that common sense was ever really common, but that's a second. <laughs> well, this ideology short circuits are are common sense though. It tells us, as we talked before, don't listen to your gut. <laughs> don't listen to your gut. Don't listen yeah. to common sense. Don't talk about any real concerns that might come up but you should have to wall those off and pretend like they don't exist otherwise you're some kind of phobe you know um it's interesting because it tells you not to listen to your gut in some circumstances but in other circumstances it tells you to only listen to your gut do you want xyz and feel abc about what you're like how people should treat you well then that's the way the world should be and it's everyone else's fault like and and like i it, would it tells you not to listen to your gut when you're judging others um but it, it, but not really when you're demanding what you want, I think. I'm not sure. I think I would disagree only because okay. I wouldn't call the what it's telling you to listen to your gut. I think if your gut is – your gut is sort of – or the way I think of my gut, if I were to answer, define it. Sort of it's your okay. built-in evolutionary – you, you've evolved to – it's your, it's your uh, alarm system on your home. <laughs> oh, you're talking to you and only about the alarm system part of it. I'm talking gut. about the alarm. So when your gut goes off okay. and you don't know exactly why, and as you've told me before, listen to it, but always verify. It's not always right, but it has evolved to warn you of predators and certain, you know. And so sure. it's it tell, they, this ideology says to disable that entirely. Um, what it's telling you to listen to is are your base emotions. That's not your yeah, gut. Yeah, I was it's using those two you, interchangeably. So that's why, yeah. that's why you're clarifying yeah i i i hadn't thought of the gut only being that because like you do hear people say well i'm gonna go with my gut on this which is just like i feel like this oh, so yeah. um but yeah if we narrowly define gut to be what you're talking about like that warning system absolutely yeah that's what it, it tells you to ignore it always disable your warning system yeah but live entirely in your emotions and if you feel angry that's a valid feeling if you feel resentment and hate and hatred and whatever those are all valid live in it <laughs> Act in, in unless it. you're in the oppressor class in which case uh you're just having a react a negative reaction to uh the reality that you know you're in, in which the case they class. just want they fragility. want to re yeah they want you to um bottle that up and redirect it so there, any resentment or anger or rage you have, as long as you release it, it in should a different be shame. Way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you find a different target for it. Like if you can become a white woke guy who spends all of your time directing your anger and resentment and rage at, at white people online, that's great. They love that. Like, you know, but just direct it somewhere yep. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They'll capitalize on it. Yeah, I think I I do think if we're let's use the your definition of gut. Let's just use that early warning system. Um, I think it's necessary to disable it um, if you're going to have, um, if you want to rule people. Um, you need yeah. you need that disabled because otherwise, you know, like and so, I. It's naturally a place where predators will go, but I, I think the. The deep state or the establishment, the cathedral, whatever, their their incentive to disable your gut early warning system is not necessarily so that you're victim of those predators. That's a maybe they don't care about that. It's a side it's, effect. It's so that it's yeah, it's a side effect that's you know, they don't care. But they 
but they really and maybe they do care which we can think about later but um <laughs> they just need it because they need to be able to tell you for example oh um i know we said the vaccine works but also you should now wear two masks inside even if you yes. were vaccinated and like that yes. feels wrong well just ignore that feeling stuff it right down yeah. there you're supposed yeah. to ignore that gut feeling we told you yeah. to do it so trust the science right um i know we've told you you shouldn't wear masks and you should wear masks and you shouldn't and you should but just ignore right. that yeah. <laughs> we're trustworthy right like yeah yeah something so. seems not right <laughs> yeah just ignore that feeling yeah because <laughs> if you're going to gaslight people it helps if they have no yeah. like they don't pay attention to their gut at all at all right, right? like <laughs> yeah. i know that we've told you uh that we almost locked down and we're have mask mandates and you've caught you've since then caught us in restaurants and at weddings and in salons and in private vac and you know family vacations without our masks breaking our own lockdown rules but Ignore that gut feeling that tells you something's off. <laughs> Have you seen, like, there have been so many pictures of the Biden administration breaking their own mask rules in the past week or so. It's like yeah. every day there's more like examples of it. It's crazy. They keep releasing videos of like that French one where the politicians are all lining up in front of the camera <laughs> and right. they're, and none of them are wearing masks and they're, all and they're all like, okay, the camera's about to go on and they're all do, 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 like putting on their mask, getting ready for the camera. <laughs> passing masks out like get them on get them on cameras coming you know and if you call them on it i think their attitude sends tends to be this kind of arrogant well we have to show the dumb people how to do it we don't need the masks ourselves because we're yes. careful but like the dumb people yeah. need to see it and the dumb people at home if they have any gut reaction to that like wait a minute yeah. you're not following your own rules like don't listen to that <laughs> We're here to help you. Uh, We're the government. Why? <laughs> but uh, by the way, We're did the... you see in Australia they're getting like I think they're now deploying the military to enforce yes. lockdowns. Yes. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this. Is oh, okay. it so in Australia, which if you our news echo chamber our propaganda echo chamber here in the states is i think pointedly not covering a lot of this or covering it very little but if you look at what's happening in other western countries that don't have the same protections that we have us it's in australia it's happening in france it's happening in germany and oh my husband taught me the word for i should have written it down there's a german word for wrong thinker and it oh, means really? like diagonal thinker yeah and they're using that word in social media and stuff now, but they're being arrested. They're being uh, bloodied up. And as you said, in Australia, they're bringing in the military now against their own people. This is authoritarianism uh, naked right in front of us. It's not being cloaked anymore in some of these countries yeah. and just happening right in front of us. The military is coming in and people are okay with it. And I think, you know, I, I, I said something about what's happening in Australia online and sort of this is why you don't give the government your guns. And there was one Australian who, who, who sort of got their back up about it and said, you know, you don't live here. So why do you have an opinion sort of thing? It's like, well, I have an opinion for a couple of reasons. One, I oppose authoritarianism and oppression when I see it happening. I think it's wrong. <laughs> Uh, you don't like live in Nazi Germany, so what do you care? So well, what do you care? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I care. 
Um, especially when I do have friends there who've been sending me stuff that's happening. And I know people who live there who are, sure. who are not like you person in Australia, who I don't know, who, who actually are, are like, help us get the word out. This is happening to us. And, and then I also care because I think it's a, I think it gives us, it's like, a, a, a it's a preview of what's to come in our country. So looking at what's happening in other Western countries who don't have the same protections we have, it's going to take longer here, but it's going to happen here. They, they will want. they will come here, just like they came to it to Australians in the 90s and said, give us your guns. They're going to come here and say, give us your guns. At some point, it will happen. And I'm like you, Carter, I'm no longer certain what Americans will do when that happens. And I think if we want to see what happens, if we give up our guns, look at Australia it it's a these things happen it's it's like a boiling frog culturally you've already gotten the people to give up their arms so then when you come in with the tanks or the military and men with guns and say we're enforcing these um lockdowns on you you can't go out you can't pursue life liberty and happiness you can't uh provide for your family you can't work you can't uh go to shops you can't get go to a job that they have there's, they've already in their minds been defeated. Psychologically, they've been defeated. I'm not saying if they had weapons, they would be able to do anything, but at least they would have op more options. Now it's like you've already been defeated, that you don't have your guns, and psychologically, what can we do? We've already rolled over, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Your guns obviously do matter. Like, there's a reason that every authoritarian government confiscates guns. Yes. Like, step one, take guns. Take the like, gun. <laughs> there's a reason for that. Like, that's not a that's not a mistake, right? The authoritarians are like, step one, take guns because crime is so high and we care. That's not like, that's not why they take guns. <laughs> step one is take guns because yeah. we don't want people opposing us. So, um, like, that's just very obvious and you know there's lots of examples in history of small or smaller groups of disorganized people with firearms fighting off and and defending themselves against large governments for long periods of time um and sometimes winning one example is the founding of america <laughs> so like yes yeah it, it can happen I, I get that they didn't have f-15s in 1776 uh but can you I know, tell you? I've told not you this before. Bomb Carter. cities. Yeah. Uh, just to, as an aside and an anecdote, but when I lived in Los Angeles, the gun range that I went to there, their biggest day every year was Holocaust Remembrance Day, because all the Jewish mm. groups would book all the lanes and come in with yeah. uh, Jewish youth and do firearms training. Yeah. That blew my mind when I first heard that. But now I, I completely understand that. Of course, that might be something you want to do on yeah, Holocaust I mean, Remembrance Day. I know Warsaw fell, but the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, like the, the, the Germans had a lot harder time in Warsaw because of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, because there were some armed people fighting back. It took a long, it, it was it was not as easy as, as other, as rolling into other places. And, um, and, and you only, you can look at recent history Afghanistan, like, how long has the is the world superpower been in Afghanistan vowing to defeat the Taliban? Twenty years now. 
we're gone. Guess who's in control, by the way? Taliban. <laughs> like, I, you know, it's it's not impossible. It's not impossible. So, but you can't do it if you don't have any firearms. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but as someone in chat said, and then you and I talked about, I'm not sure what Americans will do. Uh, yeah, when they come I don't know there. anymore. I mean, just like I said, you sort of psychologically, they beat you down in stages. Well, right. one of the stages, they've already beat us down. We complied with lockdowns yeah, and mass mandates. And, and I've think, heard they're getting ready to do, I don't know if you saw this, but Jack Posobiec tweeted that one of his White House sources has told him that Biden is working on a lockdown speech for this week. And it's going to be oh, something like Bush's 9-11 speech. And you might want to stock up. Now, I don't know. You may not put any faith in him or his sources, but just saying he's pretty good, I usually. saw this. He's pretty good. And I trust him. I mean, his source. He, he More than I trust most people online. Yeah, he usually <laughs> doesn't say the sky is falling and then have and then it doesn't. Right. That doesn't. He's usually pretty good about. He's not Q. Right. He's usually pretty good no. about saying stuff that happens. <laughs> actually happens um which so, q i've learned more about q now i have opinions on it <laughs> oh i watched i watched that documentary you you told me to watch yeah uh, uh so yeah okay we can talk about I, that later it was one of those things i just i just can't get into like i don't care and uh, like it's fascinating to me how many people bought into the whole thing and like really yeah. cared like they've yeah that, that's i know why though I get it, but I kind of don't. We'll have, okay, we totally have to talk about this. Maybe not right. today. Maybe today. Maybe you can let us know in chat if we should talk about this today or not. We finally have opinions on Q. Not the James Bond character, Johnny Boy. Quick draw. I love that Q. Just to be clear, <laughs> that Q was awesome. Um, can we do some super chats and and yes, then I want to yes. send you some. Uh, I want to send you something, some screenshots of what I. All right, let's see what we got super chat wise. Um, okay, someone says, Accordamore 2 says, if I bought a day pass to the retreat, should I receive some kind of confirmation or can I just show up at the retreat? Thanks. You will eventually receive a confirmation. I'm behind on sending some out, but uh, we, it rest assured, it, it did happen. Uh, if, if, you, if you were charged, it happened. I'm behind on sending out confirmations, but yeah. You're good. Um, G-Man says, the Fortnite streamer looks like he's half a step away from wearing a rainbow butt monkey suit to story hour at the local ride. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? G-Man. G-Man. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> On a scale of zero to yeah. rainbow butt monkey with a dildo at a kid's library event where does this guy register <laughs> well actually that's a great by the way your your gut that carrie's talking about your warning it's not just for your own safety as a parent it's for your children's safety and it's disgusting how many parents are intentionally ignoring red flags because they don't want to they don't want to appear yeah. um bigoted and they're ignoring red flags not at their peril but at their child's peril. Uh, and that is, uh, that's despicable parenting. Pyrotomsky says, Nick 
Rakita did a four-hour deep dive stream into the Chris Chan issue, and it's way worse than covered in that article. Oh God, the whole affair is horrific. I don't, I don't want to know how much worse it gets, Pirate Tonsi. Honestly, that article this morning, I read that article this morning when Jason showed it to me, and I, I was just, I seriously had a moment of, what the hell am I doing? I don't care about people. Why are we doing this? What the hell kind of society are we saving? But then I remembered, there's lots of people who are great, and they don't deserve to be around people like that. And We need to have our own space uh, where we're free. Okay, we used to. Adam Coleman says, hey, did you see the video that O.J. Simpson made about how people should get the jab? He, of all people, can't stand unnecessary deaths. <laughs> get the jab. Get the stab. I didn't know Does he, he call did it a stab one. or does he call it a jab? Because it would be funnier if he said you should get the stab. I didn't know he did one, but that's really, I mean, sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> does he put on the glove that doesn't fit before he does the jab? Okay. Um, never trust freebies from the government, says Christ slash Jason. Um, well, that's obvious because there is no, there's no such thing as a freebie. Uh, 1.21 gigawatts has a message for you, Carrie. Carrie needs to show Carter how to Russian bot properly. Go ahead. I'm, I'm all I don't know. Empty I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. There's no secret. What are you talking about? They just call me a Russian bot. All you have to do is be someone who changed your worldview and you're a Russian bot now because they oh, don't believe that that's possible. Bop beep at me or something. Okay. They don't believe that's um, possible. If you say I'm a liberal who voted for Trump, they're like, oh, you're a Russian bot. <laughs> Well, then I can never be a Russian bot because I was never a leftist. Yeah. Um, Steve York says, how long till it's okay for crap male football, parentheses soccer, players to transition and play in the female leagues and smash it? Are things really this wappy? Uh, yes, they are. This wappy. I don't know what wappy is, but it sounds like ridiculous. They are. I don't think I really like your characterization of soccer being a fan of soccer, but I get it. It's okay. Um, there's already a lot of crying and histrionics in soccer, so no one would notice. Um, okay, Blackbeard says they have to take away free speech and A2, maybe Amendment 2. Why don't people see yes. why they are attacking them constantly? Yeah, well, because they got to take them away. Yeah. Why don't people see it? I don't, people aren't awake. <laughs> uh, some people see it. Tax Terror, last one. Tax Terror says, while I think a lot of Americans will give up their guns, there are enough who will refuse and will cause problems and make confiscation bloody for quite some time. My guess is that's correct. And my guess is that is that is mostly in less densely populated areas. So I imagine if you're in a, if you're in a less densely populated county, um, you might have friends and neighbors who would come to your support if if it came to that. You might actually have uh, a local sheriff's office who wouldn't support it. Um, if you're in a big city, you probably most people have already. A lot of big cities have gun laws, and there's not a lot of legal firearms in big cities anyway. So, um, all right, I think we made it through the super chats. I've got one more. Tax Terra says nope. the Romanian anti-communist resistance only had bolt action rifles and continued to fight in the fight the Carpathians. Oh, fight in the Carpathians well into the sixties. I cannot pronounce that name. 
anyway, that regime fell within 25 years. The resistance ended. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I need to read it. Is. Yeah. I appreciate that. We have such a well-rounded uh, group of, of listeners. Um, and did, did you read the other one? Oh, yeah. I think you did. Cool. Yeah, I think we're good. So somebody in the chat wanted to know what we meant by butt monkey. Well, it, it was in the news recently. There was a library that brought in a guy dressed in a rainbow monkey suit with an exposed bottom. And he had a prosthetic penis that he was flopping around. This was for some children's reading event. You can look up rainbow butt monkey and find it. I'm sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we yeah, have to there's no red flags there, parents. No, Nothing. no. No red flags there. My totally gut says normal. this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This happened around the same time that that article came out from that leftist who said, uh, I'm a mom. What'd she say? I'm a mom. Kink belongs at gay pride events and my children need to see it. Josh <laughs> right. talks about that. That's a, a, a mother said that. <sighs> uh, okay. One last one. Swift nerd okay. says Carter and Carrie, I'm a full-time nomad. Is it possible to upgrade to the weekend and help with some of the logistics and planning? I don't need a bed and can car camp on or off location is necessary. Swiftner, please Send email, email. Yep. Uh, speak at unsafespace.com today. Please send us an email. We would love to see you. And um, uh, one other thing from the chat is that most people said they do want us to talk about Q today. So we should do that at the end. <laughs> I have some opinions. Somebody says okay. Carrie has such a, such a capturable mind, smiley face. I don't actually, not anymore. I, I used to, absolutely. But you I'm said, pretty. They said capturable mind? Capturable mind, yeah. What does that mean? I'm sorry. Meaning. For being dumb. Meaning they probably think I subscribe to Q now, which I don't. But. Um, Oh, I see. You're easy to just, you're easy, easy to, to yeah, right. Just like the people who, uh, when they hear my story about leaving social justice, there are some people who like to say, oh, well, you've just joined another cult, know that you're a Christian, and they view it as my mind being captured by Christianity. I, I see what they're saying, and I understand why somebody might view it that way, but that's not, like, Carter knows me. My mind is not easily captured anymore although i would like unfortunately i've tried to capture it a few times he's tried but <laughs> um if you guys would like to join the pyramid scheme that i'm in i am selling some uh drinks and shakes for after the show okay <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> i got taken to a landmark forum and I could tell that was a cult. I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm not joining this. <laughs> yeah, the landmark stuff. Landmark. I've been I've been to similar stuff to the landmark. Landmark's big out on the east or the west coast. I don't know if it's big on the east coast. I don't know if people know it. Uh, but, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Did you want to is Q the next thing you wanted to do? Or no. Do well, first, okay. to this just relates to what we were talking about at first. So I sent you and Beverly a link to – I know you don't like when I send you – jpegs so i sent you a link to my Substack where all the jpegs are located if you scroll down <laughs> <laughs> that's fine that works that's fine okay scroll down so th this is just something i was thinking about and i tried to put a lot of it i tried to write down a lot of these thoughts this morning 
so I, just looking at the way that authoritarianism and fascism is coming to America and coming to these Western countries, you know, talking about the military in Australia being deployed against its own citizens. Look at what all the blue check marks are saying now in the U.S. This is a this is this first one for anybody who's just listening at home. Uh, this is a screenshot of a, a, a tweet about Don Lemon. And I watched this video clip of Don Lemon and it's accurate that he did say this. Uh, quote, CNN host Don Lemon voiced his support for those who do not want to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to be ostracized from society and that they should not be able to go grocery shopping or be able to hold a job. And that's true. I watched this clip and he was saying, you know, you don't have the vaccine, shouldn't be able to go to the grocery store, don't have the vaccine, shouldn't be able to go to work. Like they don't want you to be able to work. They don't want you to be able to get food. This is authoritarianism. Scroll down. You think? Yeah. Look at this one. They don't want you to be able to vote. This is this blows my mind. Donald Trump Jr. tweeted something saying uh, someone should introduce a bill mandating that you have to show your vaccination card to vote and watch everyone on the left's uh, brains malfunction and explode. So what he was he was joking here. He was sort of saying, you know, because the left is all about uh, characterizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, universal suffrage. And they're all about right now, they've been characterizing any of these bills, these state bills that are being passed to protect uh, the the vote, to protect voting integrity and to uh, make it illegal to to do, um, uh, what do they call it, where they're going around and collecting all the votes. I'm blanking on the word right now, but it's already illegal. Harvesting? Vote harvesting. So ballot harvesting, all of these initiatives to try and make it harder and to hold people to a standard and to require voter ID and stuff. They're trying to say the left is is lying and saying that this is somehow denying people the right to vote. It's not. It's standards for voting. You have to have an ID. Okay. so he's he Donald Trump Jr. says, how funny would it be if if we said that that they should uh, you should have to have a voter vax ID. And, and 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 look, the left ran with it. This is Brooklyn Dad Defiant. He's that blue check mark who gets paid a lot of money to push propaganda. And he says, as much as I hate to agree with Donald Jr., hashtag vax to vote sounds like a great idea because all of the states with the lowest vaccination rates are Trump states. Mm-hmm. And then vax to vote, the hashtag went viral. And all these leftists started tweeting about what a great idea it is and how you know, it, it, it baffles the mind because they're not based in reason. On the one hand, they're saying you shouldn't have to have an ID to vote that trying to say you should have to have an ID to vote is somehow racist, which is not true. You shouldn't have to have an ID to vote, but you should have to get a vaccine and have a vaccine ID card to vote. Really? Well, they're I'm, saying I mean, this. we know why this is. Yeah, but to they normal don't, they people. They don't actually care about any of this. They just I know. want to be in power. That's but to normal want. people who go along with this, Carter, it's like important to point this out because oh, yeah, there yeah, are still yeah. people who watch us all the time who are and, and like, does this not, does this not pause you in your tracks? Like this doesn't make any sense. You don't have to have an ID, but you have to be vaccinated and have a vax ID card. So, so just to, just to tally this up, if they don't want you to be able to go to work, they don't want you to be able to buy food. They don't want you to be able to vote. Okay, scroll down further, Beverly. I'm almost done with this little rant. Uh, so this is a tweet from James Lindsay, and and he uh, retweeted something from Matthew Iglesias. And James says, scratch a leftist, 
find a fascist because if you look at what J Matthew Iglesias said, he's another blue check mark. He says, no penalty, absent politics. My policy would be you either get jabbed voluntarily with the ne the next uh, within the next X number of weeks and you get $50 or else you get jabbed later while someone holds you down and you get $0. So they want you to be forced by the government, someone to hold you down and inject you with something like these are, these are unmasked authoritarians. The mask is off. They, they think everything you've talked about, Carter, they think that the government should be the only one who gets, has control over the gun in the room, that the government has the only gun in the room. And with that gun that they should be able to force individuals to inject something. They think the government should be able to say, you don't have a right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. You don't have a right to provide for your family. You can't go to work. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't vote. They think the government is supreme over the individual. That's an authoritarianism. That, that, that's a fascist. That's a totalitarian. Well, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's a Marxist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a communist. It's all of this. Mm -hmm. And and what have they done? They've, they've somehow, they've played this great trick. And they've inoculated the sheep against any words that truthfully call out what they're doing. So they've inoculated the sheep against words like authoritarianism, fascism, the big lie. They've they've uh, made them it's so that you can't actually call this what it is because they've rendered words meaningless. And this is the last one. I'm going to scroll down one more time, Beverly. This is a an elected official. This guy makes me so sick. Oh God, this is—he's a Californian. Yeah, how do you say his last name? Lou, I think. This I is know. Ted Lou, another blue check mark, an elected official. He says, "Oh, this is the worst one." He says, "You have no right to spread your respiratory droplets on me, on others, <laughs> in public spaces." Can you imagine? By the way, can you imagine five years ago how yeah. crazy he would look if he he said that? Yeah, this is crazy. But we're living in crazy times, so now it's like this seems normal, right? It's not normal. You have no right to spread your respiratory droplets on me and on others in public spaces and in businesses. The majority of reasonable Americans are going to fight the tyranny of the minority who insists they can leave their saliva anywhere and we will win. But what's he doing here? This is He's turning up, down, down, up. He's pushing tyranny and authoritarianism. He's pushing fascism and he's projecting that onto his targets. He's saying the government, he thinks the government has the right to tell you, you can't go outside. You can't work. You can't go grocery shopping. You can't pursue life, liberty, and happiness. The government has the right to strip you of all of your individual rights. And, and what's he calling it? He's calling your belief that you have those rights is somehow tyranny. That's tyranny. This is, this is like, this is the big lie. You know, this can just, is can I the just, upside just, down. Can I yeah. turn his tweet into a more succinct yes, please. version? You have no right to exhale. That's yeah. what he's saying. You have no right to exhale. And that is the essence of collectivism. The essence of collectivism is you do not own yourself. You do not have individual sovereignty. You are a member of a community <sighs> and that community has... Pref that community has or a collective and that collective has precedence over you you are nothing more than a 
you know, your value is only measured to the extent that you you benefit the community. Um, your rights only extend to the extent that the community grants them to you out of benevolence. You, you don't actually have any inalienable rights. You don't have any self-ownership. Um, in fact, you can't even exhale without the community's permission. Um, yeah. That's called collectivism. And there are forms of it. And I know people are a little, I saw someone in chat confused <clears throat> that James Lindsay called neo-Marxism fascism. Uh, look, they're two sides of the same coin. They're both it's based on collectivist thing. ideology. Fascism is is this a collectivist idea that there should be some dictator that's kind of in charge because you don't have, you know, you don't have a right to your own life and the dictator is going to speak and for you and use you at at his will and there's pseudo pseudo private businesses not really but like you have ownership but the government directs it and communism is just a committee <laughs> owns you usually someone rises to the top of that committee like stalin or mao um or pol pot but you know a committee owns you and there's quote no there's no actual private things quote pri uh, public owned but it, it, you know, are they different economically? Yes. Are they different philosophically, like from an individual rights perspective? No. In both cases, no. they're a form of collectivism where you don't have any individual sovereignty. You don't have so. any individual rights under either. The government is supreme. So it doesn't matter to me if you call it fascism or you call it communism or Marxism or totalitarianism or authoritarianism. It's all the same. Economically, you're right. They're different. But it's all the same in terms of these if you if you if you want to divide these philosophies into ones that believe in individual sovereignty that you have individual rights and those that believe the government owns you <laughs> they're all in the government owns you category yep and and by the way this is how i think the left has ultimately won philosophically um which is why we need to separate and go somewhere on a lifeboat and preserve the other idea, but they've won because the argument is basically, does the government own you in this way or that way? Yeah. Right. Like, like, is it this kind of collectivism or that kind of collectivism? Um, oh and there gosh. are very few people left that are like, neither. Neither. They do the same thing with, uh, with racism. They say, are you right. a white supremacist or are you a critical race theorist? I'm like, neither. Cause they're both the same shitty coin different sides of the same shitty coin are you a fascist or a communist neither say two different sides of the same shitty coin i don't right. want i any of that <laughs> like, right so what a trick I mean, okay i'm gonna stop sighing today i'm just i no no it's fine know. i'm i'm in a mood today so i i'm sighing as well i get it you don't have to hold back sigh a sigh away if you can build an arc and we could just an arc to Mars and we can sit it out until they blow each other up on Earth and come back, that I'm cool with that at this point. I'm done. Yeah. Um you guys are all invited. Uh you guys are all invited on the arc. I'm I I would propose that everyone selfishly, I would love for you all to come to Texas and help us save this state. We have a good There's culture here. We have we have an individualist culture already. We have it in our history. We have it in our blood, you know, so. You definitely have. I think Texas definitely has a little bit more. I don't know that it's, it's. I don't think it has the philosophy straight because no one, no no place really does as a group have the philosophy straight. But 
there's like an in, there's a there's a guttural like sp- kind of spiritual almost like distaste for authoritarian like there's like a freedom spirit of like hey i'm gonna do what i want it's like okay that's good we can work with that all we need to do is explain why philosophically you can do what you want so yes. you can defend it <laughs> yes um so and i and because i know a lot of people didn't see our video from Porkfest, i just uh-huh. want, i'm not going to read the whole letter but you guys need to go read the um victory victory it's called the travis letter and mm-hmm. th- this is a letter that he wrote at the alamo and it was addressed to the people of texas and all Americans in the world. <laughs> Texas first to the people of Texas. But he says this, this was a plea to send reinforcements to the Alamo and some people call it the victory or death letter. And this is like the spirit of Texas. In my opinion, he's like, he puts it all on the line and he says, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. Just let me read this part. Fellow citizens and compatriots. I am besieged by a thousand or more of the Mexicans under Santa Ana. I have sustained a continual bombardment and commandade for 24 hours and have not lost a man. The enemy has demanded a surrender at discretion. Otherwise the garrison are to be put to the sword. If the fort is taken, I have answered the demand with a cannon shot and our flag still waves proudly from the walls. I shall never surrender or retreat. Then I call on you in the name of liberty and patriotism and everything dear to the American character to come to our aid with all dispatch. The enemy is receiving reinforcements daily and will no doubt increase to three or four thousand in four or five days. If this call is neglected, I'm determined to sustain myself as long as possible and die like a soldier who never forgets what is due to his own honor and that of his country. Victory or death. Okay, I did read the whole letter except for the P.S. I'm not going to read the P.S. Okay, I mean... (laughs) That sentiment's nice, but it's not the individual sovereignty sentiment. I like that's more of a fighting that's spirit. That's true, I'm but that's a fighting spirit. We have sure. both. We have sure. individualism and a fighting spirit, Carter. I'm just, okay. you know, I'm just yeah. clarifying. Okay. That part wasn't the individualist part. That right. Was a, that was the fighting spirit part. <sighs> Let's do some more super chats because I think there's been a few super chats. And uh, yeah, all right. John uh, Pagdillo. Uh, Peg Delisle says, Hi, John. who knew the Red Dawn scenario would happen from our own government? I knew. Timothy McVeigh knew. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I said that. He knew. Uh, Demagini says, Don is a clown. Say it with me. No 99% SR. I don't know what 99% SR is. Do you? No, I don't know. Okay. Um, Thomas St. Thomas says, once we understand they have no principles and only goals, it all makes sense. Right. Right. And I think the thing that confuses a lot of people is they believe that the the left, um, and actually most people on the right too, they believe that this is a fight over, the left and right are fighting over principles, but they're, they're fighting over power. Um, and once you recognize it's a fight over power, uh, it does all make sense. Uh, B. Allen says they call themselves liberals, but they are intent on abolishing liberty. They call themselves Democrats, but they yearn for dictatorship. Yes. Uh, Mises, although yeah. wrote me says. <laughs> uh, um, 99% SR is survival rate, by the way. Thank you, people in chat. Oh, oh, thank you. That makes that makes sense. Um, 
Leftist pra- uh, TPS says leftist praise only one, the one child policy evil. They do. I, I haven't heard leftist praise. I mean, I'd love to blame them for lots of things. I haven't heard them praise the one po- child policy, which no longer exists, by the way. But I don't uh, doubt that though, because they are very. Um, we need to have less children because of population. They and do. They do like that. And... Yeah. 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 Um, Alabama Toolbox says Marxists tried to conquer God by eradicating nature. Fascists tried to conquer God by returning to nature. Christians conquer nature by submitting to God. I'll have to think about that one more. I disagree with almost every part. (laughs) I'll have to think about it more. I don't think that makes any sense, dude. Uh, G-Man says, notice Ted Liu specified respiratory droplets. All other droplets are okay. So drop those flies, gentlemen, and head over to Ted's house. Because all the other droplets (laughs) are just fine. Uh, Swiftner (laughs) says, since lockdowns have started, I directly know four colleagues who've committed suicide. Oh, God, Swiftner. Jesus. I've gone full nomad to escape my blue state. Email sent, Carrie. Nomad retreat inquiry if you need to search for it. Cool. Thank you. Uh, I would love to see more nomads at the retreat. And yes, I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your friends. It's... I, I, oh gosh, you know, lately on social media, my, my husband has been talking in some threads with people who they do that thing that they've been doing all year where they say, if they disagree with you about something, they'll, they'll say, why don't you tell that to my friend's dead father-in-law who died of COVID? It's, 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 it's. That's that's abusive. That's bullying. That's that's exploiting someone's death in order to emotionally manipulate. And it's it's a char- it's a sign of his character and and the people who uh believe in freedom <laughs> that we don't say why don't you tell that to x y my friends who've died of suicide or my friends who've had adverse re- effects from the vaccine or my friends who like it's just it's just d- dirty and low and it disgraces those friends who've died to do that and but i see them do that all the time yeah i mean <sighs> male suicide has been on the rise even yeah. prior to covid it's been an it's been a growing problem um and it's not something that anyone keep, seems to give a crap about uh and it has been it has been worse during COVID suicide generally. Also, you've seen more youth suicide um, during COVID as well. So, um, yeah, we're just not supposed to. It's one of those things where you just you don't talk about it because it doesn't fit their agenda, right? Yeah, um, they're not principled. They're not about. Um, and because we would never talk about anything. it in that way yeah. either. Like, I, it's right. just so gross. Um, I want to um, read this one from B. Allen. Okay. I might be out of order. B. Allen says, Travis was the little ragamuffin of the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope she's watching today. I often say she's the William Wallace of the sewing world. Uh, but Travis is the little ragamuffin. But she's really the, the Travis of the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you got all of them other than Roger H. who gave us a thumbs up as a sticker. So thank you. Raj H., not Roger. Uh, thank you, Raj. So yeah, I think we're caught up. I think we're caught up. <sighs> I can't, Do you want to talk I'm about sorry, sorry. Q? We can. I watched the Q. Look, I 
if we're going to talk about Q, I should say I learned everything I know about Q from the documentary. I have never paid attention to Q. I don't give a crap about it. I've never, I was never in it. I was never paying attention to it. I wasn't even paying attention to people paying attention to it. Like, so my entire knowledge of Q is so, from the documentary. And what's the documentary? Because I watched called, it too. I think it's called Q and it's, it's on HBO. HBO. Mm-hmm. So I watched that documentary as well. I'm much like Carter. Almost everything I know about Q is from that doc. Um, I never followed Q or was in those circles. And, and for the longest time on our show, it's so funny too, because online people, they always like to stereotype you and say things about you if you don't fall in with their cult. So they would just say every once in a while, people would say stuff like, oh, you must be a Q person, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even know what Q is. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. So sorry, <laughs> disappoint. But um. Yeah, so I watched the HBO documentary, and that's I, most of what I know is from from there. And then I also talked to um, a new friend who follows who followed Q and follows what still they does to be follow Q the Q now. stuff. I think so. Like, yeah, is Q's not and, posting anymore though, right? Correct. So, but there's all these, as you saw from the documentary, there's all these Q type podcasters and YouTubers and stuff who grew out of it, and they're still doing like telegrams and videos and stuff like that, and so couple of things. The documentary, if you haven't seen it, I think it's worth watching to fill you in more on what Q was. Um, but it, it's definitely made by someone who has a point of view. And that point of view, I would argue, is anti-Trump and it is a leftist point of view. And um, But oh, it doesn't yeah, yeah, bother yeah. me. It doesn't bother me that that person has that point of view. You, We've gotten to a place where we don't like to see things that are made by people with another point, a different point of view anymore. As long as you can recognize it, that's great. Like I watched... We've been watching uh, this this movie um, about Dick Cheney. It's called Vice. And the person who made this doc, it's not a doc, sorry. It's a film. It's a narrative film. The person who made this movie clearly has a bias and a point of view. But that's okay. I can see what it is. And I can still get things from the movie. So that aside, um, I think it does a good job of, I think the doc does, the Q doc does a good job of, explaining a lot about Q to people who weren't following along like myself and like Carter. And it's very clear to me watching it and then reading a few things afterwards that I think whoever was, whoever was running Q, whoever Q was changed at some point and became this other guy who's featured heavily in the documentary who was running uh, this HN board. And I think a lot of what the people believe, you know, the stuff that he was posting and everything, I think a lot of what people want to believe that there's a good guy and someone who's going to ride in and save the day. And sometimes they put faith in politicians like Trump or they put faith in a political party or they put faith in, uh, you know, secretive government agencies or, or what have you. And, and they want to believe that someone is coming to save the day here on earth. And so can we, can we back yeah. up and tell people what like, people are some, there are people in chat who are like, I don't even know what this is. So okay. it's a, um, someone described it as a psyop. It feels like a psyop. So sure. I'm willing to call it a psyop, although I'm not willing to say it, it was like the CIA's psyop. It might've just been some dudes <laughs> psyop. Right. Um, but it it was um 
the letter Q, which which is related to the Q level clearance, which I think is a Department of Energy clearance, which actually doesn't make a lot of sense because it's not even like the highest level clearance. It's just a Department of Energy clearance. I don't know why that will be exciting, but people who aren't in and around government get excited about letters of clearances. So whatever Q sounds cool to people who don't know. Um, and just would like say cryptic things on 4chan and then moved to 8chan. Um, and a lot of people got very excited uh, about these cryptic, these were all cryptic, like cryptic things all around this narrative that there was kind of the secret thing going on with Trump and that he was going to arrest Hillary Clinton and do all this stuff. And like he, the swamp was getting clean and you just have to trust this plan. And, and even when things go wrong, don't worry, it's all like a distraction. There's really this, you know, this secret thing happening when it's all and it's all gonna it's all gonna work out. Um, and I think you were saying, Carrie, you even know someone who who believes that Trump is still actually in charge. Yes. So I yeah. So I talked to someone who uh, a new friend who still who was a Q follower and still believes a lot of this stuff. And they believe, or he, I presume he's not the only one. <laughs> they believe that. Uh, that a lot of, okay, this is going to blow your mind if you haven't heard this Q stuff. Okay, they believe that Trump and some secret military figures are actually in control and that they've arrested certain figures and they've had these secret military tribunals and they found them guilty and executed them. They believe that John McCain, for example, did not die of cancer. They believe he was found guilty by this secret tribunal and executed. They think Hillary Clinton is dead. They think she's already been executed. They think that Joe Biden and some of these other figures are being held at Guantanamo Bay and are either undergoing the secret trials now or will be will at some point. And at some point, the white horses are going to ride in and they're going to say Trump has been president. They're going to announce Trump has been president this whole time. Joe Biden's been found guilty and all this stuff. They think that that the good guys are going to come who they perceive to be the good guys are going to come running in and and um. I don't believe this. I, <laughs> I'm not really? trying to be kind. Thanks well, for I'm clarifying. Really, right, I don't believe it, but I'm also, I don't want to make fun of people who believe these things. And I kind of do. I, I know you do, but I, <laughs> um, I respect, I respect this friend. About, and I, I, it, because in other ways has, you know, this person is very with it. And, I think what it illustrates to me is how easy it is to go down a path of looking for save, like looking for saviors and wanting to uh, what we talk about with the left, the cognitive dissonance where it's like, you can't see this. How, how deep are you in that? You can't see this, that you can't see that the Australian government, for example, is engaging in authoritarianism by sending in the military against its own citizens. Like how can you not see this? It's, it's clear as day right in front of you, but they're so far in. And it's almost like uh, you've talked before about sunken costs where people have invested so much of themselves into a narrative or ideology or relationship or job or something that it's hard for them to divorce from it because they've invested so much time and money and energy and hope into this thing. And it's like to, to, to walk away from it, then it's like everything they put into it, they have to accept that that was wrong. <laughs> and so I think a lot of people got so invested in Q and Q kept saying, well, I know I said Hillary, it was sort of like Q would be saying that, you know, Hillary was going to be arrested. And then when she wasn't, 
people who would dissect Q and all, all this, this sort of industry that built up around it of podcasters and YouTubers who would talk about Q, they would all come up with theories as to why it hadn't happened yet. Well, this didn't happen the way it was promised because blah, blah, blah. And they would come up with reasons. And so what I see in my friend is, is this evolution of reasons where you get to a point that to someone like myself hearing it for the first time, it's obviously absurd, but to someone who's been in it the whole time and followed step by step, it's, they just get deeper into that, that belief system, just like on the left where they, they get deeper in and, and you don't understand looking from the outside in, how can you not see that this is absurd? Right. So like, why would the government, here's, here's a question I asked, I asked my friend, uh, why, why would the government be holding all these trials secretly at Guantanamo Bay? And they said, well, because the public's not ready to hear it yet. Okay, well, if that's what you believe, if the public's not ready to hear it yet, why would the public be ready down the road? Like, do you think it's going to be better when Trump supposedly comes back in and says, hey, I've been president this whole time, guys. By the way, we executed some people. <laughs> like, is the public going to be ready to hear that? No. The whole thing's <laughs> just so sense. dumb. That doesn't make sense. It's, I'm sorry. It just... <laughs> people can have good qualities and be nice people and still believe idiotic things and and, and i don't need to hang out with them uh, i just <laughs> i i think there's an iq issue there i just you can't it's not iq it's just like with leftism it's not iq if you you it's can not be the a same smart as leftism person. it's not the same Really? It's like, yeah, it's more like aliens. It's it's like, it's like tinfoil hat stuff, right? It's worse than leftism. No, you think? I it's think not? it's the same no. thing. I think both. It's like uh, cults. You get pulled in slowly, and Maybe. you can you can be an intelligent person. My friend is very intelligent. I mean, you'll have to take my word of that, but my friend's very intelligent. You can have, as you've said before, Carter. An IQ is like having a good engine in the car, but that just means you're going faster on whatever road you're on. And yeah, I mean, I usually say it's not IQ, so you're right. It probably, I, don't I probably shouldn't IQ. contradict myself. It probably still isn't IQ, even in this case. It's just tempting to say that it's because when you hear it so from the outside. But see, we've been following leftism and the absurdities of leftism for a few years very closely. Imagine if we, like you said, if somebody had seen Ted Lou's tweet five years ago, they would have said, that's insane. <laughs> you have no right to breathe. You have no right to breathe. Um, what? An elected <laughs> official is saying that? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's pointing out Scientology dupes, plenty of intelligent people. Yeah. yeah. And there are cults that get intelligent people. Um, so, uh, so I get that. Um, and they're, and you know, and they're, and they, they rationalize like, oh, the aliens didn't come down on this day, but there's some reason and because we averted it or something changed and so we're right. gonna double down on our it on actually our reminds me of Q, the Q where it's at now with with what some of the people who followed it believe now i think it reminds me of heaven's gate because heaven's gate over the decades kept saying the um aliens are going to come down and pick us up and then and then the date would come and go and they never did and then they would say well it's going to happen and then the comet's going to come they're going to and it never did and, you know, it was, it was always they kept pushing the date and they kept having a reason why and people kept following. And and Heaven's Gate, really, there were some really intelligent, bright people in Heaven's Gate. 
So it wasn't an IQ thing. Yeah, no, and, I'm retracting my IQ. Yeah, because I yeah. always say it's not IQ, and I just it was tempting this side this time to contradict myself and say it's IQ because it, man, it does look dumb. But you're right; it's, it's still not IQ. It's the same not IQ as it always is. It's psychology, um, and people are willing to to go to great lengths uh, and to use their IQ to to rationalize lots of craziness. It's magical thinking. And it's magical. Yeah. Somebody in the chat says, MDL says, it's faith, you fools. Yes, I agree with you. It, yeah, is, it faith. is faith. That's what I'm saying is that they want to believe. They're putting faith in some political figure or some shadowy tribunal courts. Like they're putting faith in something here. They want a savior here on earth, a man, a party, a politician, or some someone, the good guys to come in. And they're putting yeah. faith in that. But I mean, I think I'm sort of, nobody's going to save us. Like you can only save, we can all, I believe as a Christian, only God can save us. And, and while we're here on earth, we, we can, we can work to save ourselves, save ourselves in terms of like, save our system of government, save our values, save our principles. We all have to do that individually in, in our own little world. It's like, I, I don't put faith in a political party. I don't, I don't put it in one politician. Um, if you make a hero of someone, they're only going to let you down. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I don't think you should put faith in anything personally, epistemologically faith being belief apart from reason. Um, so yeah, I look all, obviously we need to only save ourselves. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I guess what's disappointing about it is I think the people that believed it have a sense that something is deeply wrong. Yes, they're right about that. In the U.S., and they're right about it. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and they have this desire, um, partially because I think it's very painful to, to confront the fact that actually things are deeply wrong and there's no guaranteed out like they may continue to be deeply wrong and get worse and that's a hard thing to confront now of course i think that we can fight it and i'm still wanting to fight it but like there is the reality that it could get worse like it, it there's no there's no safety valve right there's no emergency button that's like boom this gets fixed and i think it, that's a hard reality to confront and so i think they want to believe that like, well, there are these magic beans that if we like, we're gonna take or whatever it is, like there's a there's a silver bullet, there's something happening. I don't have to have be in the emotional despair that I would be seeing all the, the, the evil that's going on, seeing the direction things are going, having this feeling like things are falling apart. I don't have to be depressed by that because there's, a, there's secretly good stuff happening. Um, in the background, and all will be fine at the end, right? Um, and, you know, that's just not true. There's zero guarantee that all will be fine in the end. And I know people, yeah. sometimes people get pissed at me for that. I'm not saying don't fight, like, absolutely fight. And, and I'm, you know, we're fighting intellectually for this, but uh, it's magical thinking also to believe that America is somehow magically different and. There's definitely no way America will fall like every other country ever in history will fall. Like, that's yeah. magical thinking. Like, absolutely it could happen here. 
and that should spur you to act and to and to stand up against it because sitting on the sidelines being afraid to get ridiculed or lose your twitter account or lose friends you can't sit it on the sidelines and 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 hope that it passes because it may not pass so if you care you need to stand up and fight because you're all that there is between what whatever the hell freedom we have left and actual authoritarian dystopia you're it and that's a hard fact that's a hard truth to face and it's scary for a lot of people and i think a lot of people just get you know they want to hear there's a magical cube being that has access to trump and there's secret stuff going on and you know yeah. there's going to be some you know cathartic purging of the swamp yeah I, I want to underline something you said, Carter, because I agree with you. And, and if there's anyone watching us who um, believes a lot of the Q stuff, which there probably are, who knows? I mean, I'm, like I said, I have a new friend who believes it. Um, you, I think they're absolutely right that there's something horribly wrong in America right now and in Western countries in general. And yeah. they're right about a lot of the symptoms of what's wrong, too. Mm -hmm. And there are very in a vague emotional sort of way i don't think they right. can articulate them intellectually but they get it fundamentally in their gut right i think some of they them get can. the red flags in their gut yeah they get yeah. the red flags in their guts and actually i do think some of them can articulate it well some about what's wrong yeah and you know they know they know what's happening with ideology they know what's happening with um elites and pedophilia they know like what's happening a lot of these things that they're that they're talking about that the media wants to pretend oh a conspiracy theory is like no, this stuff happens. Look at Jeffrey Epstein. Look at they. There are cover-ups of all this stuff, but I think I think the part that is fantasy and and what you're calling magical thinking is is this everything that grew out of that, where there's this like shadowy figure anonymously telling everyone, "Don't worry, the good guys are going to come riding in, and this is going to happen," and then like none of that stuff happened, and then and then the stories about the got more and more fantastical about you know, well, this is why it hasn't happened yet. You have to stretch your imagination and do like crazy mental gymnastics to believe, to still believe right. all of that. Right. And if you're pushing yeah. that kind of stuff, you're the reason that, it, like, you're one of the reasons that America will fall. Yeah. Because you're encouraging people to sit on the sidelines and cheerlead for a mythical thing that doesn't exist. Like you're, you're, you're encouraging people to quote, to have faith in, in some fantasy thing that's not true. The reality is, the we are america is on its deathbed and like like intellectually and philosophically it is on its death i mean you could argue it's already been killed philosophically but like it's on its deathbed it doesn't mean it can't be saved we may have to amputate california which i don't think many of you would mind uh but like it doesn't mean it can't be saved um but absolutely it's on its deathbed philosophically and so like, don't be a Christian science parent who's like, well, I don't, I'm not going to take any medicine because I like, I've, I've prayed to Q that will be fixed. Like, well, that's good for you, but we need med. Like you need to get off your ass and do something. Now's not the time to sit on the sidelines. All right. There, we talked about it. We can stop talking about Q. Let's do some super chats and we'll move on. Uh, Lewis says Q was an obvious Chan LARP that was ridiculed as fringe nonsense until it became a political talking point for the left last year. Don't take the bait. 
Yeah, it looked like a Chan LARP. I agree with you. Um, but it was <laughs> a lot of people took the bait, unfortunately. Uh, John Pegdillo says, Q never answered the real question. What fell out of fell out of Hillary's pant leg on 9-11 before the van whisked her away? I didn't I know the van whisking her away video. I didn't realize it was a an item that fell out of her pant leg. I missed that. Was it hot sauce? It might have, must have been. <laughs> it's definitely hot sauce. <laughs> I know she keeps it in her bag. Swag. Of course she does. I am real says Q did the same thing to Bernie Sanders supporting supporter during and after the primary up to the election, how Bernie was going to take over. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. Andrew Joyner says, super, uh, gives us a super sticker of Shiba Inu. Uh, let's see. And Swiftner says, unsafe space crew, as serious as our world has turned, I'm glad your community exists. Most of my lefty slash liberal circle dismissed dismisses my lived experience. Uh, yeah, they uh, will do that. They don't actually believe the things they say they believe. <laughs> They don't actually, uh, this is a shocker, the social justice people don't actually believe that white people should shut up and listen to black people. Um, and they don't actually believe that your lived experience trumps it. These are all lies that they say they believe. And then you can see they don't, they don't live that way. Yep. All right. Well, we did cue. We can move on. Sorry, no, uh, people in chat who wanted us to talk about Star Trek. That's not where we were going. Although I do like the Q in Star Trek. Uh, and I'm not sure I agree with whoever it was earlier that said the Q in Voyager is better than the Q in Next Generation. But I haven't thought about that question. So I'm not, I'm open to being convinced. Okay. I don't know what any of that meant, but that's okay. There's a character in Star Trek who's like an omniscient, omnipotent being named Q. And once in a while he, he swoops in and puts humanity on trial and Picard has uh, to like, okay. you know, convince Q why humans don't suck. Right. Uh, whatever. But yeah. All right. What else we got? Anything else we need to talk about today? I think we've covered some very big picture it's things today. Day. Yeah. It's such a weird day. Um, yeah. It I know a, a lot of people who are going through trials right now. A lot of trials. And it's if if you are familiar with the Bible story of Job. It's but like Job for a lot of friends of mine. And I wonder if that's what, if it's that way for people in the audience right now. Um, I'm feeling like you. I'll admit, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit like, I don't know what it is. Like I don't, I still am white pilled in the sense that like, I don't know that all of America can be saved, but like, I, I definitely think there's a critical mass of, of liberty minded, freedom minded people that can, you know, continue to exist and these ideas can be carried forward. And like, I, I still think that's possible. Um, but I have been sort of just, I don't know, I've been, I don't know if I'll say burnt out, but I've just been kind of like, maybe it's my own personal psychology. I don't know what it is lately, but the, and then <laughs> when Jason this morning shared the <laughs> ridiculous sex criminal stuff, I was like, I don't, I just give, I, I give up. You know, and it's it's disappointing to read about history. I'm still reading about France. I don't I should stop because yeah. like I just it's it's just ridiculous to see that every this happens everywhere. There's like everywhere there's there's lying power hungry people claiming to represent the masses with some freaking agenda like 
killing people and ruining countries and do, it's just it happens over you're talking and about the over, french revolution yeah over and over and over again and it's just it's just so and, and a lot of times they even use nice sounding words they don't understand what they mean like the french i've convinced the french have no idea what the word liberty means uh they're just retarded i'm sorry french people if you're listening like go look up the word liberty actually like it has nothing to do with whatever the hell you think you've been fighting for or you were in the in the late 18th century it's just like it's it's depressing to see and you see you know over and over again you get people rising to power telling ordinary people who aren't paying attention and aren't thinking that they're their savior or that their ideas are the savior and that someone is the bad guy that's hurting them and if only you would give power over to this person things would be better and it's just yeah i don't i don't know when humanity's ever going to learn um we're not but i i just we're not that's the thing is it's a cycle it just go it just repeats over and over that's what i've i've one of the things i've learned this past year we just keep well i i do think it is somewhat of a cycle but i think it's i think we have enough knowledge now where if if those of us who care about liberty could really start thinking about how to like long term correct the cycle and maybe not for all of humanity like i don't i just want some place to be free um and but to do that you've got to be diligent uh philosophically you have to be diligent you can't be sloppy uh and and you can't you can't be like the libertarians have been for the last several decades where it's like well i just want to i want to be like in the woods by myself not paying attention like if you care about liberty you actually have to pay attention you have to pay attention to your kids education first and foremost you've got to pay attention to bad ideas you've got to combat bad ideas you've got to stand up to all this stuff you've got to do it constantly and the minute any tiny little bit of poison sneaks in you've got to fight it because now it's too late yeah i mean we've we have so we have imbibed so much poison as a society that it's kind of too late to save the whole thing um and and for so long the the you know liberty-minded people i mean i'll throw myself in this category i have not changed my i mean a little bit i've changed some views but like in generally being an individualist and, and a, a, like someone who believes in sovereign individualism and anti-collectivism for over 20 years over 20 years but you know what i did i went off into the tech world and built some companies and built some, I mean, it was cool. I made some money, I like built some companies, it was great, but I didn't fight this fucking battle. I was off doing my own thing. I was living in the metaphorical tech woods, right? I was, I was living in the woods technologically and just, you know, not fighting. I knew this crap was in college. I could, I saw the professors when I was in college in the nineties. I knew the crap they were, they were spewing. I knew where it was gonna lead. People before me knew where it was gonna lead. They wrote about it. People knew I just wanted to go live my life and not fight the battle and mea culpa because maybe if more people like me fought the battle 20 years ago, we wouldn't be where we are today. And maybe if more people like my parents' generation fought the battle intellectually, I wouldn't have had to fight it as much. And like, it just gets worse with every generation, the less we fight. And it's the, the problem is we are at a point now where it, the fight is overwhelming and we have no choice. Like you can't, I'm old enough. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm still young enough that like, I can't just say I'm gonna stay in Silicon Valley and keep my head down and do tech and die happy. Like it, like it will fall in my lifetime if I don't fight it. Um, 
And frankly, we should have fought it 200 years ago when it started seeping in. We like we should have been fighting it this whole time, but we didn't care about ideas. We we thought ideas didn't matter. We thought philosophy didn't matter. We were focused on our the comfort of our lives and we let yeah. crappy philosophy rule and we are as a as a species we're getting what we deserve. But not all we but not all of us deserve it and we need to fight back. Yeah. Sorry, well, I thought it was an un, un no, like an unscheduled math. I just It's fine. <laughs> I look, I was just thinking about why you're talking about what I was doing, you know, I was one of the people who fell for this bad ideology hook, line, and sinker. I was a useful idiot, or as Brett Weinstein calls us uh, in his, his really great speech of his, a lecture of his called How the Magic Trick is Done. He basically divides those of us who are in social justice into two groups. He calls us the, uh, the useful tools and the bad actors. I was a useful tool. Or uh, another way of describing it, Jordan Peterson and his his grad student who did a paper about social justice people and where we come from. And they put us in the gr two different groups as well. The, uh, uh, the PC liberals or egalitarians and the PC authoritarians. I was one of the PC liberals, the PC egalitarians. We were the somewhat more articulate mouthpieces for the PC authoritarians, we made their desire to control people and to push tyranny. We 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 gave we gave it uh, academic credence. Like we gave it, we put pseudo intellectualism on it. You know, we gave it fancy words. We dressed it up. We put lipstick on the pig. We articulated what this was. Yeah, you and ran it, the smoke. You ran the fog machine yes. for the the magician. Yes. So no one we, can see what the hell was going on. Right. We dressed it up. Yeah. We gave it this veneer of credibility. We mm -hmm. were the ones at all the academic institutions who we got indoctrinated. We believed in it. We, we were in it for, uh, with, with good intent. And, and then we helped to make sense of it. We helped to, to spread the word and say, you know, this is why this makes sense. And, we, we are the ones who came up with all these phrases, uh, you know, these new words, these new ways to do mental gymnastics and to explain things. And, well, it's not racism. Why? Because we've justified it by saying that racism has a new definition now. It's racism equals prejudice plus power. That's why, you know, it's not sexism because we've redefined sexism. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not even I, like... I, I we did. Go ahead. Well, while you were living your life and you were in the digital tech woods. <laughs> All right. I was in my cabin in the woods. Digitally. Right. People like me were being used as foot soldiers to spread this thing. They preyed on our desire to be good and do good and on our lack of any coherent belief system. It came for people that don't have a belief system. This one will insert itself very, very easily. They don't even realize I didn't even realize I had picked up a new religion you know, it was just, I didn't know. I didn't think of it as a religion at the time. It doesn't tell you what it is. It tells you what it tells you. The It sells itself as the opposite of what it is in every way possible. It's this whole, what we talked about earlier, up is down, down is up. And so I was selling this stuff. And now that I'm out of it and can see very clearly what it is. I mean, I can't, you know, that's why we do this show. I can't stop talking about it. Yeah. Even if we still had, what was it at the beginning? Like, five, 10 people who would watch. <laughs> oh, we had that many. 
I remember doing a show. I remember doing a live stream. This was uh, right before you, but I remember doing a live stream with six people total, like not viewing at the same time. Like when the live stream was over, six people had watched it and no one in chat. And I was like, well, someday this will be viewed. But (laughs) even if it's not, I still have to talk about this. And even if it's just my friends listening or, you know, even if I run everyone away from me because they get tired of hearing about it, I have to say what this is because it's destroying our country. It's destroying the West. It's destroying individualism and equality. And it's, it's, it wants to prevent us from pursuing life, liberty, happiness. It wants to destroy our whole way of being. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because. Why are you laughing? Venovatio says he blames you for all of this, Carrie. You have to now make everyone cookies until we die. Um, to make up for it. so this is my way of making cookies <laughs> she's making virtual cookies for all of you yeah i the only thing i want to add is um the woke stuff is easy to see and a lot of people are waking up because the woke stuff is so just bla- i mean they're just blatantly racist and like people are like okay this is <laughs> i hope you're right this is wrong right this is obvious um I feel a little bit of guilt, and and I'm and I'm sure there's other people do as well, um, because the 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 principle of individualism I knew. I knew I knew the difference between individualism and collectivism. I didn't know how this would play out exactly, but I knew that I knew one was the let the road to evil. I might not have known exactly what evil would show up, but I knew an evil would show up. It's not. I'm not like super smart like lots of people knew like lots of people before me knew they wrote about it like like plenty of people knew this is the this is the result of this philosophy this is what happens maybe not exactly the the way it happens but they knew i i we all knew um but we were just like well maybe it won't happen like you know I'll, I guess I'll vote or I'll once in a while make a comment, but I'm going to I'm gonna be busy in my tech woods and live my life and do my thing. And I think if I've learned anything, it's that, you know, if we were going to press the reset button on a society, it, there, there needs to be some kind of cultural understanding of your responsibility to be vigilant against bad ideas in that society. Like, really vigilant. I don't mean using force, but I mean, like, really, like, when... <laughs> When the when the critical theorists get on a boat and come over from Germany, you kick them out of, of New York universities. You don't let them in. You don't give them jobs. You don't say, that's an interesting thought. Thanks for your philosophy. You kick them the hell out. You don't you don't put up with it. Um and we just didn't. Um and so I, I don't know. That that's what's depressing. I don't know. I don't know how do we because when things are great, it's easy to just be magnanimous, right? Yeah. And be like, oh, well, we can tolerate some bad ideas. Eh, there's some idiots who want to smoke pot in the philosophy department and talk about stupid shit. It's like, ah, eh, well, we can we can afford to let them do that. What What's the harm? The harm is this. The harm is this 100 years later. That's the harm. Kick out bad ideas. Fuck me, man. I can't believe it. And you know what? I, I wrote articles for Capitalism Magazine in like early 2000s. I like I I want I went to school to be a writer and switched to electrical engineering. I cared about ideas for a long time and I put them on the shelf. I put them on the shelf and I went and did crypto, which was fun, you know. And you know, I'm definitely dorky and nerdy enough to succeed in the world of nerds. 
but uh <laughs> you went to school to do ideas and you ended up doing something else math <laughs> math okay so i went to yes. school for science and math went to science and math high school and then i went to to duke with a science degree but i got possessed by ideas while i was there because i was a women's <laughs> studies minor i got possessed by ideology so I ended up. You didn't do we science. Went, we did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I didn't go to school for ideas, but I picked them up. Ideology picked it up, and then was and then came out of school. Okay, put all my my previous plans got set aside of what I wanted to do, and I was like, focus on how do I spread this belief system and change the world. We need to change the world. <laughs> like, yeah. It was became a little activist, you know. Someone wants to point out that you can smoke pot and be pro-individualism. I know, I know. I, I like to make fun of the philosophers that that did that, though, because they, they were just viewed as like, you know, oh, we, they're just nonsense. I mean, people said that about the postmodernists and, and the linguistic analysis people. Like, they, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to sit around and contemplate whether the ceiling exists or what the word is means. And like, give me some LSD and I'll write a PhD thesis on the word is. It's like, all right, well, like, it seems harmless. But actually, it's undermining our entire ability to reason. And you don't see it until decades and decades later when your kids, you know, end up, this, this gets out, it gets, it gets um, built, like, it's the foundation upon which other stuff is built, and then it comes out later. And I, I will say this, one last thing, it's not, if there's one, if you want to do one thing, one thing to save the future of humanity, Take responsibility for your children's intellectual development. It is your responsibility. It's not the response. I don't care that you don't have money and that you want to send them to a government school. I don't care. It is your, you fucked, you had kids. Their brain is your responsibility. You take control of that. You make sure that they grow up understanding how to reason and they are not susceptible to this stuff. It is your responsibility. You can send them off to a, a school, that's fine. But if you're if they're going to a school that's going to destroy their brain, you better undo it. You better make sure they are inoculated against it. You better pay attention because you are responsible when your children grow up to be like that. You are because they're just kids and they're going to get indoctrinated. And that's what indoctrinators do. You brought the kids into this world. You make sure that they are inoculated against this crap. That is your job. If you do nothing else. Just do that. Stop tweeting about shit. Stop, stop sharing stuff on Facebook. Stop virtue signaling on the on the good side, right? Like, stop all the other crap if that's if you have to, and just spend time with your kids. Teach them. Teach your children to be rational, independent thinkers who reject authoritarianism. That's your job. You want to save the world? That's how you do it. Your car alarm. Agrees. Sorry, I was angry, and my car. No, alarm, it's a, I yelled so loud. My car alarm. Standing went up and applauding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree with you. I thought you were going to say, don't lie. That's a good one, too. Don't lie. But I actually had a conversation maybe... this morning with Thomas and Keith about lying, though. Uh, lying needs to be defined properly in order to say not lie. So um, I like Rand's definition of the attempt to gain a value through deceit. Um, and you have to understand what it is. Because when you're under physical duress, lying is not immoral. I right. know what you're um, saying, and I agree with that's you. All. That's a nuanced point, but, yes. but I think for the masses who are not defining what lie means, I just mean like 
we lie, you know, when Jordan Peterson talks about it and when uh, Sultan Eatson talks about it, because he references him a lot, sort of, we are living in an age of lies currently. I mean, everything we talked about today, up is down, down is up. Representative Ted Lieu saying that he, he's speaking tyranny. He's speaking authoritarianism. They want the government to deny you your right to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. They want you to, they want to deny your right. They don't to be think able, you have a right. They don't like, think you have a right to rights breathe. Rights weren't part of that tweet at all. It was right. just you like. Don't, you don't have a right to breathe, to go to work, in their opinion, right. to go to work, to have a job, to provide for your family, to live. You don't have a right to go to the grocery store, to buy food. I mean, that's, that's what these people believe. And as they're saying that, they have the gall to say that you're the tyrannical one because you want to breathe and you want to go to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, by the way, this is something that the you'll see the left do this a lot. They use words like right to mean anything but stuff that you actually need to survive in real life. Yeah. You have a right to this and that and the other thing. Oh, to breathe? No, you don't have a right to that. But you definitely have a right to have your feelings not hurt. But breathing is not on the list. You can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Anything that they want the uh, government to take take our money for and then pay for as a goodie. So you think of it as a goodie. They'll call that a right. They'll say right. you need free college and free healthcare and all this stuff. Well, it's not free because they're taking money out of our pockets, pay for it, tax money. And then they're giving it to you and they're making you dependent on the government. Right. See how that works. And then it, it yep. took me so long. It took, it took being friends with Carter to start to see this, but they want an underclass of people who think that these things come from the government, that our rights they need are that. that come from the government that other yeah. people pay for. That's not yeah. what rights are. Your rights don't come from the government. You have yeah. a right to be able to breathe. You have a right to be able to go out and acquire and possess property. Property being food, things you need to live, fuel, you know, things, fuel for your body, fuel for your family's body. You have a right to be able to do these things. And they're saying your most basic rights your God-given rights. If you're a Christian, you believe they come from God. These rights, you don't have them. The government decides when you have them and how you have them and how they get to restrict them. And, you know, right. if it's for this reason or if they've got a good reason, you don't get to breathe. You don't get to go outside. You don't yeah. get to leave your house. I see a lot of people on the right make this error too. They look to, they're like, well, our rights are here and they like pull up the bill of rights. I'm like, that has, that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with your rights. The yeah. bill of rights has nothing to do with your rights, guys. It's not where they come from. You have a right to a fire. Someone in China, in North Korea, they have a right to a firearm. They have a right to, to they have a right to bear arms. Now it's not recognized <laughs> by the government there, <laughs> but they have a right. They have a right. Like those rights are do not come from the freaking constitution. And I think the founding fathers would spit on your face if you thought that rights came from the constitution. It's a disgusting concept. None of them thought that was true. There was a debate about whether to include the Bill of Rights be precisely because they didn't want you to be idiots later and think that the only rights that you had were the ones codified in the constitution. <laughs> like, they, like literally they were like, well, if we write these down, idiots will think that they only have the rights that we listed. Right. And, and, and the argument do. that won out was like, oh, pshaw, no one's that dumb. Mm. Here we are. Here we are. Yes, we are that dumb. Yes, we, are we are that, that dumb. dumb. <laughs> Only idiots will think that it's tyranny to say you think you have a right to breathe and go to work. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait, you want to <laughs> yeah. breathe? Oh, and wait, they didn't work? put that. I'm sorry. And where in the Bill of Rights does it say you can ex you can expel droplets when you breathe, Carrie? It doesn't. I don't see it listed. The government hasn't given you permission. Um. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, I, <clears throat> wait. I just. I want. There's one more thing I want to say. That's just. I'm reminded of now. I don't know why I'm on. A, I'm in a mood. I. If you want. If you view yourself as someone who's supportive of liberty, it's easy. It's easy to have the Cartman attitude of like, well, I do what I want. I'm support liberty. I should have the right to do what I want. That's easy. That's lame. If you want to support liberty, you know what else you have to do? You got to let other people do what they want. You got to stop being a Karen. You can't, you can't argue that you're a champion for liberty when you're only talking about you want the freedom to do stuff that you want to do. You have to support the freedom of people you dislike doing things you dislike. You have to, or else you're you're a fraud. You don't actually support liberty. I just want to throw that out there because I do see a lot of people on the right who are just like, I want freedom, and like, oh, really? Should X, Y, should people be allowed to sell heroin on the street? No. Okay, well, you don't want freedom. You're not about liberty. That's not what you're about. You're about your liberty. I get it. That's cool. We all want our liberty, but that's easy. Be principled and support liberty of other people to make bad decisions. That's the end. Of it. That's my last unscheduled rant. And no, I don't okay. have scheduled rants anyway. Okay. Um, I'm just going to read a few of these super chats what, before you go. What's this my mood today, Carrie? Something's wrong with me. No, it's, <laughs> it's, we're in a, well, we're living through interesting times. And like I said recently, I don't know about you guys, but there's also in everybody's personal life that I know, there's a lot of uh, trials happening. Um, mine aren't as bad as some of my friends. Mine are more money pit related. <laughs> I have a, <laughs> Sewage back up in this house, which the plumber can't come out until Thursday. There's a problem with the foundation here, not just at the other. Oh, geez. And I got to sell. And but but first, anyway, there's a lot of problems. And the, the floor is like shifting. And there's just there's just things happening. But they're oh. just things. And you know what? Like, just take it. It's so it's so cheesy, but it's true. You have to take it one piece at a time. That's what, and I keep reminding myself of that, like the Johnny Cash song. I built it one piece at a time, just one <laughs> piece at a time. Or as someone told me at church uh, yesterday, what is it? You can only eat the elephant one forkful at a time. Have you heard oh, that before? Interesting. No, I, I'm not. I mean, I am. I do like meat, but I have never tried elephant. <laughs> I imagine it would be several forkfuls worth of elephant yeah. if you wanted to consume the entire one. And I know other friends who are going through much bigger trials right now and it's it's still the same principle one day at a time one piece at a time you'll get through it and uh it's but it's really the people are going through some really hard times and they have been for a while and yeah. my heart goes out to you if you're in the chat the COVID and you're going thing through is like it's econ it's been economic and it's been psychological in major major ways um major ways i mean you're you're Oxytocin, you get, I mean, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin are the three major neurotransmitters and they need to be in balance. Oxytocin, you get out, get by being around other people. There has been like a massive oxytocin deficit. People haven't hugged their grandkids or their friends or whatever. Like there is, there's like serious mental problems as a result of the lockdown. And it's not, yeah. it's not a farce. Like it's not, it's not woo woo, blah, blah, blah. It's like scientifically, like you, you need, humans are, 
<laughs> humans are social animals. You can't lock them in their houses for a year and 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 act like everything's going to be fine afterwards. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I actually saw a study. I don't have it pulled up. I, I didn't think of talking about it today, but you know, like with a lot of things, the, the cathedral, the, pro, the the propaganda machine, the legacy media they slowly will admit to things that they previously told us were conspiracy theories or that we weren't allowed to talk about, or, you know, they would shame us for wanting to know. And back when we, one of those things recently was, uh, they finally started saying, Oh, there might be some adverse psychological effects on kids for having them locked down for over a year. Yeah. Maybe. You think? Yeah. And I saw one, uh, that was talking about, they're calling it, uh, long COVID, but like long psychological COVID long COVID of the mind. And yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, one of the things that bothers me most, and this happens, I mean, once you see it, you'll see that it happens all the time. But you'll see someone say, hey, if we do X, there will be this bad consequence. And all of mainstream media is like, ignore that crazy person who the conspiracy mm -hmm. theorist. And then they do X, and then the bad thing happens. And they're like, hey, turns out this bad thing happened that we did. Well, X. Oh, well, thing happened. it's like, who could have yeah, predicted? Everyone told you that we, we all knew it was going to happen. Not all, but like, it, it was obvious. It was obvious. Yeah. You're 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 shocked that small businesses went out of business and Amazon did well. Like yeah. Did you like you don't have to be a brilliant economist to have predicted that a year Huge ago. Huge <laughs> wealth transfer. So many small businesses out in my little town in Austin, like all around me, and that's not a, that's not a consequence of COVID. That's a consequence of our response to COVID. That's right. a consequence of what the government's government did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a government response. Um, okay. Beatrice 23 says they probably all knew. Yeah, they probably did know, but they told you you're an idiot for saying it. Yeah, they don't care. All right, you can do some super chats, Carrie, and then we Yeah, can. but first, this is just a funny aside. Surly Unicorn, this is not a super chat, Surly Unicorn says gun given rights. And you just reminded me. <laughs> uh, when I woke up this morning, the last thing I was dreaming about, I don't know what I was dreaming about, but I sometimes I talk in my sleep and I said, oh, yeah, well, my truck is made out of guns. <laughs> <laughs> is it on the market? Because that sounds like a really cool truck, Carrie. <laughs> I want one. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? <laughs> he, no, I know your husband was like, I married the right woman. <laughs> She's dreaming about her truck being made out of guns. It's a good choice. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Twee girl. Twee girl says, gives us five Canadian bucks. Thank you, Twee girl. And says, in Canada, citizens have no rights, only privileges. It's right. in our charter of, quote, rights and freedoms. Really? Is that what they call it? Privileges? Yeah. Um, all right. You, you did the you next one. You Clement, who, yeah. who's apparently French, uh, because he commented earlier, I was, I was too harsh on the French. Um, but as General Schwarzkopf would, Schwarzkopf would say, going to war without the French is like going hunting without your accordion. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, they did. They, they've done well in the past. Okay. Uh, and they have great food. Clement says, uh, don't know if you heard, but French government made it mandatory to get vaccinated for all social venues slash events, bars, cinemas, venues, mall, et cetera, de facto making it compulsory or else be a social uh, pariah. I did 
did see that. Um, I did see that. And um, I actually, uh, I can maybe pull my <laughs> tweet up. I, I tweeted some French out for you guys in oh, okay. solidarity with the people that were, um, the people that were protesting. Uh, let's see if I even, I don't even know where my French, yeah, I did. Here it is. It's from Voltaire. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm sorry my French is bad, but le devoir sont et doubler la, <laughs> I can't say this, la loi pour savoir la patrie. I can kind of read French, but I can't speak it at all. Um, it basically means the, the most, uh, the holy um, duty is to uh, ignore, like forget the law uh, in, in to save la, la patrie, which is the people, like the, the state. So, or the, not the state, but the, mm. the population. So, uh, if you just go remind them, you can probably say it beautifully. Whatever you say, Clement, probably sounds awesome when you say it in French. So go say it and remind people of their Voltaire. Forget the law. Do what you people want. are protesting, too. That's what's happening. Right. And that's that, why I tweeted that out. Yeah. yeah. People are protesting in France, in Australia, in Germany. And it gives me hope. And I know that our news here in the States is not covering it a lot. But you can find this. You can find videos on social media um you can find just average everyday citizens showing yep. photos and videos of people out on the streets so yeah <laughs> someone says my french is horrible i know it's it's really bad i apologize um super iron keep... bob yep. gives us five bucks and says when you're a branch covidian everything looks like covid yes uh, Cheeky Mare gives us five bucks and says, Carter, you should go ride a horse with your daughter. Everything is better when you're on a horse. I, oh. I don't do it often. Uh, I have ridden, though. Hold uh, on. I want to show you something. Okay. I'll show you here. The last time I rode a horse, I don't know if you can see it. I'm getting naked for camera. Okay. I, I broke my collarbone. I was thrown from a horse. last. Actually, that's not the last time I rode, I rode after that. But uh, I did. I punctured a lung and broke a collarbone last time I... <laughs> Not the last time, but recently, a few years ago. Sounds okay. like my, my track record with roller skating. Cheeky I was stupidly Mara. racing someone else with the oh. horse, and it was raining. So it's my own fault. Cheeky uh, Mare, maybe this, since you read her super <laughs> chat, I just want to oh, show okay. you. Um, because last time I showed it, I didn't know that it was from Cheeky Mare. And oh. it, says, it says, not today, joy eater. And I love it. There you go. It's and it's cool. actually, it's a good mantra to have on days... In times like today, <laughs> it's a great. It's a great when, quote. Yeah, not today, Joy. Either. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thomas St. Thomas says, "Carrie, ca uh, Q to Captain Picard is like God to Job, a human that has to show they are morally superior and worthy of being." I don't know if I get that. I'll have to think about that more. Yeah, I think I get it. Uh, Marie Buskey. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's a, it's, go ahead. No, I'm not trying to move on. No, to. I'll just think about it more. Okay. Marie Busky says, for Carrie's liberal eloquence and Carter's ranty pants. Gives us some money. Thank you, Marie. Probably you. we can Thank throw you, some of that into the swear jar. Uh, <laughs> I definitely swore. Um, Kevin Van Bogart says, I had to stop scripting for a minute to send my first ever super chat to anyone just to support Carter's rant about raising your kids well. This is so very important and far too often ignored. Thanks, Kevin. Oh, thank you. Well, Kevin. I, we popped your super chat, Cherry. Thank you. Um, and he's yeah, right, I hope though. You have kids. It's, I hope it's, you have the, kids. it's the way that you raise kids. 
everything we talk about comes down to this. It's sort of, why do we have this cultural rot? Why? Kids. I think all of it has to do with kids, how we're raising kids. Yeah, I mean, we gave up kids to the state a long, long time ago. A long time ago. And the state just got worse and worse. And now we're like, hey, why do we have a bunch of people who love authoritarianism? Hmm? <laughs> it's kind of what you get. It's kind of what you get. Uh, Johnny Boy Quickdraw says, I smell financial opportunity, people. Trucks, cars, tables, and toasters all made of guns. And how about guns made of guns? Carry on, <laughs> my cool cats. Johnny Boy Quickdraw, you are an entrepreneur at heart, clearly. Uh, <laughs> please go start that business, and I'll buy one of each. Trucks, cars, tables, and toasters. Uh, and guns. <sighs> all right. Um Someone says that's why Marx was all about targeting the family unit. Yeah, we, we talked about this when we read um, Brave New World as well. The both, the both the fascists and the communists were big on youth programs, youth involvement, raising youth, um, taking youth. The, the <clears throat> fascists sometimes paid homage to the family a little bit more, but not really. Um, they, they both really ultimately have as the goal the state raising your children. Um, and there's a reason for that, obviously, because if the state raises your children, you can't, in, you can't, uh, you can't show them how to wrong think and inoculate them against the propaganda of the state. So, all right, I think we're done. I think we made it through super chats. I think we, I think we can call it a day. I, I, I've, I didn't expect my rants at the end, so now I'm exhausted. Emotion. I was I was emotionally exhausted to start. So there we go. All right. Um, I'm gonna go. Actually, I was gonna go outside and read, but I'm not. I'm gonna go get some work done. So I'm gonna be sitting in front of my computer. But get some sunlight. Vitamin D is good for you. Get some sunlight if you can. Uh, go outside. Do something productive. Have have some joy. Have some real life. Step away from joy. the culture war. You can't fight the culture war twenty four seven. You have to step away and make beautiful things and do yes. beautiful things with people you love. And yes. my dad is going to be in town later today. I'm oh, excited. Nice. Yeah. And um, I love my husband. Oh, <laughs> that's very sweet. Yes. I hope he's watching. In the midst of, yes, I'm just, I'm just, uh, whatever, you know, I'm just going to excited to spend the rest of the day with him. So, well, I'm, we're going to read one more super chat because, uh, okay. Uh, Columbus Cynic sent in 50 bucks. Thank you, Columbus Cynic says, for the swear jar. I guess that was a lot of swearing, wasn't it? Sorry. Uh, and yes, Carter, you reap what you sow with the next generation. My son and I had a deep discussion about elections and history on the way back from Athens, Tennessee on Saturday, and I'm proud of the critical perspective he has. Yeah. And look, I, I'm not a fan of telling your kids what to believe at all. Like I'm not saying indoctrinate them the other way. I'm saying teach them to rely on their own judgment and use reason and and critical thinking because and yeah they may go through periods where they disagree with you on some stuff but how to inoculate them is to make sure that the ultimate arbiter of what they believe is their own functioning rational mind mind because then no one can usurp it you don't want to be you don't like a lot of people raise kids because they want to be the authoritarian in their kids life do what i say believe what i say blah 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 that just indoctrinates them into authoritarianism. And it's really easy for someone else to come along and flip that switch to a different authority figure. You don't want that. You want someone who 
stands on their own as their own authority figure. And yeah, that might mean when they're a teenager, they flip you off and are angry at you once in a while and disagree. But uh, I don't know. That's what I've been told. My daughter's not a teenager yet. But um, but ultimately, that's how you get a thinking individual to be independent uh, and not the authoritarian slave. Okay. Gary's already left. So I don't know if that was intentional. Oh, here she is. <laughs> oh, she went to get Tiger. Okay. Oh, no, that's not Tiger. What is this? What is this abomination that's not Tiger? This is another little dog to bright to brighten your day, Carter, because you love him so much. <laughs> okay. I love you. I love you guys. Have fun. All right. Bye, everyone. Talk Bye. to you later. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, well, mostly. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to its thinky talk. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and will be recycled as part of our sustainability program. Here's a fun fact, there is literally no downside to unreserved obedience. We're not violent. But I would like to remind you that we have nukes and F-15s. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.